I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in again this week. Um, How was your Easter? My Easter was good. We had my husband's family over and my parents and actually a couple friends this year. And um, we usually do this every year and it's just a good time. So I had a good time doing that. And um, and then just, of course, you know, going to church and worshiping with my church family and, you know, thinking about the Lord and thanking him for um, coming down to die for our sins. So. Easter was great, but hey, we should celebrate that all the time. Um, it's just, it's been a very busy two weeks. Um, my son also got baptized, uh, my 12-year-old son, and I'll talk about that here in a minute, but um, I just got back yesterday from a women's conference. It was called Adorn, and it was at a Community Fellowship Baptist uh, Church in Alabama, and it was really cool. Uh, Cheryl Miles from Kansas City came and uh, gave the message. And there's some things that she said that really stuck with me. And um, she was talking about just having a, a meek and quiet spirit. And the way that she had, like I'm, I'm opening my notes, um, my paper notes. Uh, it was saying um, to be still, to be undisturbed, and to be undisturbing and I, I thought like oh man that's some good things to remember you know are things in my life um, am I letting them cause me to be disturbed or am I disturbing others um, and so anyways I thought that was kind of a neat perspective of how to explain having a quiet spirit so I thought I'd share that with you guys um, but I wanted to talk about my son. So he is 12. He got saved when he was six years old. Um, we were reading in John where it talks about Jesus uh, washing the disciples' feet uh, right before the Passover supper. And um, just, you know, their feet was all dirty from, you know, walking outside. And, um, and he just came as a servant, right? And he was washing their feet and making them clean and how he was saying like I want to do this more than just with your feet I want to do this with your heart you know with your your life I want to clean your heart and forgive your sins and um and you know it's explaining to Jedi when he was six sorry my five-year-old just came in <laughs> real life okay um so anyways Jedi was like you know, I, I want Jesus to clean my heart too. I know, you know, my sins made my heart dirty and I want him to clean my heart too. And so he accepted Jesus as his savior when he was six years old. And then, you know, I'd been kind of funny about baptism with my kids because sometimes they see their friends get baptized and I'd be like, nope, you're not doing it just because I, I know you just saw your friend get baptized. Now you want to get baptized and that's not the right reason. And um, but I kind of started being legalistic about it, even though the Bible wasn't sitting there saying, you know, you have to be in high school <laughs> to get baptized. But I'm like, you need to be in high school to get baptized so that you really understand, um, which was just kind of silly because I, I didn't hold them back from their salvation experience and that. Um, and so anyways, at some point I was just like, yeah, um, if you really want to get baptized, um, 
because, you know, it's not by baptism that makes you saved, but, um, you know, it's just an outward expression of what happened inside and it's the first step of obedience. And so, um, but I wanted him to be able to do it in his own. Like if he was like, I want to get baptized. Great. Well, I'm not going to sign you up for the class and I'm not going to, you know, do all the work for you. Like if you really want it, if you really feel convicted to do it because it's a real thing happening inside you, like I want you to be able to seek that out and pursue it yourself, you know, be at that age of where you're able to do that. So, and again, that's just like my parenting thing. That's what I, I felt like, um, was the right thing to do for us. So he did. And it was so cute. Um, I don't know if cute's the right word. I don't, I think it's, it like really touched my heart because, um, not just his baptism experience, but his leader, his, one of his middle school leaders was just telling him like, Hey, you know, when we have unrepentant sin in our life, having a direct line to communicate with God, God's like, talk to the hand. (laughs) That's what Jedi said. And he's like, I just, I have some unconfessed sin in my life. I need to confess, like, what does that mean exactly? You know? And I said, well, when we sin and we do things wrong against the Lord, it's important that we confess our sins uh, to the Lord and and to whoever we've wronged, you know, confess our sins one to another, you know, and so people can also hold us accountable, kind of shines a light into the things that we struggle with as well. And so he was like, the, the whole week before his baptism, I mean, he was a confessing maniac. <laughs> it was like, mom, I need to tell you something. And I was, um, I was so thankful that he felt moved uh, by the Holy Spirit to come and and tell me the things that he, you know, knew he had did wrong and he wanted to come clean about it. You know, it might have been, it was some stuff I just would never have found out about. And some of it is just real, you know, silly stuff like, you know, stealing candy from the pantry and, um, and things like that. Or when he got mad at me, he like called me a name, you know, these things and, um, and yeah, like, you know, I don't love that he did those things, but as far as the fact that, you know, we're all human, we've all been kids and adults too, and we've, you know, uh, I think we can all relate to these struggles, but, you know, that he had the maturity, I don't know if maturity is the right word, but just like I said, the, the moving of the Holy Spirit inside of him to say, like, I need to confess these things. And so he sat down with me. And then a couple of days later, he's like, also, I forgot about this. And he wanted to talk about that. And um, and that was really neat. And then he got baptized. Um, and I was just so thankful because you really want to you want to see everybody you love know, know Christ as their Savior because you you like have experienced, um, that amazing grace of the Lord and that relationship with God and the abundant life that he gives us here and the joy and the peace and all that kind of stuff. And so the people that you love, especially you want them to experience these things as well. And then of course, you know, when people die, like our hope is in Jesus and the fact that we can have eternal life, um, with him and, and especially wanting that for our loved ones as well, that we would be reunited with them again. And so for our kids to see them really, you know, not go through like a traditional, you know, whatever thing, um, but just like a really a heart change, a heart decision where they're actually making this conscious choice for themselves. You know, I never want to push them into it. I never want to, um, you know, pressure them. Or be like, repeat these magic words after me, you know, um, 
I want it to be a real choice and a real decision that they make for themselves in their lives. So I was really excited to see um, Jedi do that. And uh, and then, um, so that was last Sunday. That was Easter. So anyways, today, driving to church, Jedi's like, Mom, I have some more things to confess. Which, you know, I'm like, oh gosh, you know, <laughs> at this point, like, listen, <laughs> I don't ever want to discourage him from talking to me and being honest with me. I think um, honesty is such a virtue and it is such, you know, it's something, I feel like everybody should be this way, but I really value honesty. I think it's so important to always paint the right picture, to not be deceitful, to not even, you know, make something look like something it's not like always be honest always be forthcoming and so I never want to discourage his honesty but sometimes as a parent when you hear something uh, that your kids you know is doing you're like all right so what is the right choice here like do I need to punish you also (laughs) you know and maybe just not make it so severe because you're honest or you know is this just a learning time or how many learning times are we going to have you know Um, because you also don't want them to take advantage where they're like well if I'm just honest about it my mom's never going to give me a consequence Um, so I don't know that's kind of a learning thing for me right now but as of right now we've just kind of been using it as learning opportunities I do think so for example this today he said you know mom uh, last year let me hang out with my friend you know at their house which you know we're really strict about who we let you know our kids hang out um, with and we homeschool so it's not like my kids probably know a whole lot of everybody but uh, so they went to one of our friend's house his friend's house and you know really love this kid's parents a lot I think they're really good stand-up people but you know kids end up doing what they're not supposed to be doing when nobody's looking you know that immaturity and wanting to be their own boss and not really probably understanding the weight of certain choices you know so anyways he um you know played some games uh that he wasn't wasn't supposed to and you know was watching something he wasn't supposed to watch and so he was owning up to all that today which was I mean it's impressive to me because I had no idea that he was doing that. It's not like, you know, he thought his friend's mom called me. And so he's like, Oh, I better be on and up to stuff now or anything like that. There was like no inclination, like just all in his own. And I say that, you know, because I know it's really the Holy spirit moving him to do this, um, to just sit here and just sit mom last year, I did this and this, and, and then this, you know, a couple months ago I did this and, um, And I remember actually when I was in middle school, I kind of had the same experiences with my parents where um, when I'd go over to somebody's house, for the most part, I was like, no, I'm not allowed to do that. And and I wouldn't. But, you know, the other times where, you know, I would, um, I'd end up being honest with my parents sometimes right away, sometimes not, you know, but usually it was just it pained me to be deceitful or to lie. And so I feel like, you know even though there have been many times that Jedi has been dishonest, you know, sneaking candy and all this kind of stuff or watching stuff. Um, the fact that he's coming to me to tell me all these things is really, uh, makes my mama heart happy. Um, anyways, I feel like I'm super rambly mama right now. Um, but anyway, so just using that as a time and, and I think it is really 
good if you have kids when they're talking to you about these choices that they've made or if they've been caught in something or whatever to really help them do to be reflective about it so to ask them questions like well how does that make you feel you know and usually nine times out of ten they're like like junk <laughs> like it makes me feel bad that's what he was saying you know I felt bad that I did these things and I knew I wasn't supposed to and um and you know made me feel bad because I was hiding it and you know and I wasn't being right with the Lord and then you know it's like okay you know well what kind of choices do you think you can make next time to help you not you know make a choice that's going to make you feel bad and that you know that displeases the Lord you know and then kind of help them just to reflect on it and to really try to make better choices on their own um, and have their own um you know, goals and and self-discipline guided by, you know, what's in the Bible already. So anyways, I wanted to read a couple verses about confession. I think a lot of times, you know, I don't, I'm not Catholic. I do not believe in confessing to a Pope or somebody else because I, in the sense that I, uh, what I mean is like, I believe we have a direct line to God. There's not somebody we have to go through who then can, you know, dial into God and be like, all right, things are clear for you because you talk to me. I think we can go directly to God because of Jesus and we can say father I have sinned against you this is what I did you know I lost my temper or you know I stole the company's sticky notes I don't know whatever uh, whatever it is and um and go directly to God and confess that and then to go to our our uh, brother or sister that we sinned against or even our kids hey I'm sorry that I lost my temper and I yelled with at you that wasn't right you know that displeased the Lord and you know that's not what God wants and you know, this is what God would have had me do. And I didn't do that. So next time I'm really going to work in that. Um, so apologize to the person that you offended. And then, you know, also if you have, and you should somebody who, you know, the iron sharpens iron, a friend that can help hold you accountable. So, you know, Hey, friend of mine, um, you know, I keep losing my temper with my kids. Um, can you help hold me accountable with this? Can you pray with me about this? You know, and the next time I lose my temper with my kids, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to check in with you to, um, you know, help me to be more aware of it and, you know, help get more direction or just whatever the case is. I think a lot of times what we do is we want to hide our sin. That's a natural human response. And, uh, it's very important to always, when we have sin in our life, um, and we don't want to do it because our flesh is like, but to take the light of God, uh, and shine it in that dark place so that things don't get dark and fester and grow. Um, and we can be good housekeeper of our, you know, of ourselves and, uh, and the Lord helps us with that. But Here's some verses, Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So that should be your first confession, that salvation, you know, to really acknowledge that you're a sinner and that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. He made um, the way, the payment uh, for our sins so that we can get to um, be forgiven and to be reconciled with the Lord. So that should be our first confession. And then after that, um, James five sixteen, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Um, and so you're going to grow in the Lord. Um, and you're going to strengthen your spirit by confessing your faults, by shining that light in your sin. And so if you know, kind of a heart check right now. Like, is that something that you're doing? Are you willing to do those things? Or are you just wanting to hide your sins 
Um, it's easy when you see your brothers and sisters and they're like, Hey, how's it going? Fine. Everything's fine. Oh yeah. How, you know, you know, how, how is your, uh, Bible reading? How is your relationships with your kids? Like, you know, are you struggling with anything? No, man, I'm good. Everything's fine. And so we want to put in the space and it's just not helpful to you and it's not helpful to others. You're not going to grow closer to others in that way. And they're not going to be able to fight alongside you and, uh, intercede for you as well and you're just going to you know get sicker in your sin so that's just really important um psalm 32 5 i acknowledge my sin unto thee and mine iniquity have i not hid i said i will confess my transgressions unto the lord and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin proverbs 28 13 he that covereth his sins shall not prosper but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy and then First uh, John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So there's always hope in us confessing our sins. Sometimes it's painful and shameful and necessary, though. Um, there's always fruit that will grow from that. And so after Jedi was telling me, you know, this kind of stuff, and I told him, like, you know, I was really proud of him for being honest and for confessing his sin. That is very biblical. That's what does please God. And then, you know, we're talking about his future choices. And, you know, we're talking about John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. So God is saying, you know, if if you're saying you love me, keep my commandments. Um, and with uh with Jedi and with all of us, you know, we can confess our sin, but it's also important that we, when we confess, we repent. So we are going to turn away from our sin. The things that we're acknowledging, hey, I made some ungodly choices. You know, I did these things, they were wrong, that we don't continue to do those things. If we love God, we're going to repent and change those things. And um, sometimes, you know, when you're younger, and even as adults, you can kind of doubt your salvation. You know, again, I don't believe that you can lose your salvation, but some people are just like, I just can't get my life together. If I really was saved, I don't know how I could keep sinning like this. And, you know, you do want to make sure that there's a time in your life where you really realize that you're a sinner and that you really wanted God to forgive you of your sins and um, and, and that you can you confessed him to be your Lord. Like you really want to make sure that had happened. And if you did, then you also, you know, I told Jedi, it's like, you can tell that you have been saved because God is chastising you. And that's why you're feeling guilty. And that's why you're confessing. Um, you know, you don't want to feel guilty and do nothing because, you know, then it's just like Satan accusing you and nothing is happening from it. Um, but if you're, if you're being chastised by the Lord and it's moving you to confess and repent, you know, you can see the Holy Spirit working in that. You know, that's God. So uh, Hebrews 12 verses six through the uh, verse 11, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Man, this KJV, I love it, but these words sometimes, if ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not but if ye be without chastisement whereof all are partakers then are ye bastards and not sons so god's saying hey if god's your father you're going to be chastised but if you don't ever experience uh god disciplining you then he then god's probably not your father right so furthermore we have had fathers of our flesh which correct, corrected us and we gave them reverence 
Shall we not much rather be in subjection into the Father of spirits and live? So if, if you're going to respect your dad because your dad is, you know, drawn boundaries and disciplining you when you pass those boundaries, like how much more should you um, respect and, you know, follow the Lord for doing that? Uh, for they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. So God is doing it for our ultimate good, and we have to realize that. Uh, now we now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So yeah, being disciplined sucks. <laughs> you know, confessing your sins hard, but. If you want to grow, if you want to produce fruit, if you want to be holy like the Lord and be conformed in his image, it is so necessary. And, um, and you know, I hope that we can see it for the privilege that it is to be refined by God, even though it's painful. How much do we love ourselves and our comfort and pleasures more than we love God and his discipline for our own good and holiness, you know, like I don't know. I think it's, again, a good heart check to have to see, you know, what are we willing to really, um, you know, sacrifice of ourselves and die to ourselves so that we can be more like the image of Christ? Are we willing just to get rid of all this, you know, temporary stuff in our life and things of, of no value if it's offensive to God or if it's not for um, you know, his kingdom, what can we allow him to change in us so we can be more like him? And then, uh, the other thing talking to Jedi was just about how, you know, again, confessing your sins and repenting and, uh, recognizing that he, you know, God's our father and he's disciplining us when we're acting ungodly, um, and, and doing things that displease him. Um, and then how it's important to allow God to produce fruit in us. And so John chapter five, mm -mm, chapter 15 verses four through five, it says, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me, ye can do nothing. So again, just remembering in our flesh, we can even be like, all right, God, I'm going to be making some fruit for you. And I'm doing all these godly decisions and I'm going to do this and whatever. And you're going to get burnt out and exhausted and fail and then get discouraged and then flog yourself and be like, I could do anything. I might as well just give up and then avoid God. I mean, I think a lot of times it's kind of how that uh, plays out, but really realizing that, you know, God is our father. He disciplines us, you know, he wants us to um, make, you know, choices that are biblical, but he, but we can only do that through him, right? So it's, he is the vine and we are the branches. Um, we cannot produce fruit without God. We have to depend on him to bring forth anything that is good. And so it's important, you know, even as Jedi is only 12, for him to be in, in the word of God every day, that, that is the living word, that's the words of life, right? And then for uh, for him to be in communion and prayer with the Lord, um, and then also not getting distracted by the world and making those kind of choices, which, I mean, it kind of sounds almost silly to be like, I don't know, it sounded so serious for a 12-year-old, but 
oh guys, like how important is it for us and how important is it for any age to really um, live for God and not for ourselves? And, uh, and how much more can God use you the sooner you allow God to start in you? So I'm just, I'm real, I'm excited about uh, what God's done in my life and what God does in my children's life. And it's a blessing because I don't know, you have probably heard my testimony before and previous episodes, but the choices that I made and the things that I did, I'm just so undeserving of God's grace to me. I know we all are, and I'm so undeserving for him to continue to work in my family and, you know, for me to see fruit in my kids' lives. Like, it's just a blessing to me. I'm so thankful. Um, so, also, if you have Instagram, if you want to head over to my uh, podcast Instagram page, Walk With Jesus Podcast, um, and take a survey for me, that would be super helpful to me. Um, so, Walk With Jesus Podcast, and then go there and then select uh, one of the options. That would be awesome. This week's songs, I'm going to do two. It's uh, Hosanna by Brooke Frazier. The lyrics are, heal my heart and make it clean. Open up my eyes to the things unseen. Show me how to love like you have loved me. Break my heart for what is yours. Everything I am for your kingdom's cause as I walk from earth into eternity. Um, And then the next one is My Soul Longs for You by Jesus Culture. And this song is super repetitive, but it is great. I like it. Um, And so it says, my soul longs for you. Nothing else will do. I believe you will come like the rain. Okay, but it was like way more repetitive than that. So when you listen to that song, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it is good just to crank up loud and just to to sing and just to worship the Lord. So I will link uh, the playlist in the show notes, of course. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.